Achia, and you're listening to Season 3 of the Afropop Close-Up Podcast, where we go beyond the music into politics, religion, history, and culture. Born in Bujumbura, the capital of Burundi, Gael Fai is best known for his first novel, Small Country, which sold 700,000 copies in France and is now translated into 35 languages. But Small Country was originally the title of a song that Faye recorded in his early career as a musician. Faye is now based in Kigali, but he travels often to Paris. That's where producer Elodie Mayo met him to talk about his remarkable life as an exile, a musician, and now a celebrated novelist. Here's Gael Faye and the new generation of Afropean artists. Gael Faye is a pretty unique resume. Perhaps more than a musician, a rapper or a songwriter, is an author. His first book, Petit Pays, Small Country in English, is the first Franco-Burundo rounded novel. It was a huge hit in France when it came out in 2016, and it was published in summer 2018 in the US. The book is about a boy living in Burundi during the war between the Tutsis and the Hutus. The boy, Gabriel, loses his innocence despite desperately wanting to cling on to it. Gael Fay stresses that this book is not an autobiography. The idea of Petit Pays actually came when a famous French editor, Catherine Nabokov, discovered Gael Fay's first album, Pili Pili, sur un croissant au beurre, a French title that can be translated as hot paper on a French croissant. Nabokov's teenage son was playing this track over and over. Une feuille et un stylo apaisent mes délires d'insomniaque Loin dans mon exil, petit pays d'Afrique des Grands Lacs Remémorer ma vie naguère avant la guerre Trimant pour me rappeler mes sensations sans rapatriement Petit pays, je t'envoie cette carte postale Ma rose, mon pétale, mon cristal, ma terre natale When Catherine Nabokov heard this song, she became convinced that if such a young man could write those great lyrics, he might also be a powerful writer. And so the song Petit Pays became a book, a worldwide bestseller, and it will soon become a film as well. Fai is working on this new chapter of his career this year, adding a new string to his bow. Long before he became an author, Fai left a promising career in London's financial markets to embrace his passion, music. Une grande école de commerce, un stage de fin d'études, il rêve de partir ailleurs pour aller faire fortune. La city, les Lloyds, le building en forme de concombre, se mettre au vert à l'ombre, s'expatrier à Londres. La France, sa routine, préjugée dans sa rétine, il jouera son autre manche, outre-manche maritime. JCD, jeune cadre, dynamique, compétitif, consulting, marketing, finance, c'est pas vraiment son kiff, mais le voilà, motivé pour travailler pendant 10 ans, épargner assez d'argent, puis il sortira du rang, même s'il échoue par la suite, il aura cette assurance, un diplôme, bac plus 5 et ses 10 années d'expérience, parce que lui au fond, il n'en veut pas de cette vie de bureau, de ce métro, boulot, dodo, juste pour payer ses impôts, parce que lui depuis tout petit, il voulait faire du hors-piste, il avait toujours rêvé de mener la vie d'artiste. In this strike, Fai refers to his choice to leave London's routine and his claustrophobic environment to create his own music. Métro, boulot, dodo, this is a French phrase meaning routine, literally subway, job, sleep. 
Be careful, don't be cynical, the future belongs to the idealist. This advice from Fai's father finds its way into this song. Fai compares his talent as a pianist with his keyboard skills on a computer, where he works in offices in East London Towers. But Gael Fai spent his youth far from Europe and skyscrapers. He was born in the capital city of Burundi in 1982. In Bujumbura, his mother, who was a refugee from Rwanda, met his father, a French beatnik guy who was traveling by bike in the Great Lakes area in East Africa. When the civil war began in Burundi, Fai was just 13 years old and he was forced into exile to France. He spent months without unpacking his suitcases and he would religiously place all his belongings back in the suitcase every day, as if he was just about to leave again. Later on, Fai discovered France cultures through rap music and he began to write his own lyrics expressing his complex identity and his thoughts about Africa, France and the future. His French lyrics expresses various aspects of his exile in a poetic way, matching his word with a blend of musical influence, hip-hop, jazz, French and African music. A Creole music born of his own mixed identity. Mon arrivée en France, il y a bien longtemps. Depuis que je crois plus en l'ONU, depuis que je crois plus en l'OTAN. Maintenant j'ai 20 ans et quelques poussières et je repense à l'Afrique où nous étions encore hier, on a grandi là-bas au bord du lac Tanganyika et moi je supporte ici tant que là-bas il y aura Mega et Gino Mucho, Iris Fabrice et les autres des potes comme vous je vous assure j'en ai pas retrouvé d'autres et puis il y a eu Paris maintenant je l'appelle Paname, la pollution les épiciers berbères et leurs mauvaises bananes, ici c'est grec McDo la pluie le froid, les flaques d'eau, métro, boulot, dodo la place Vendôme et les clodos mais je m'habitue, j'ai mes baskets et mon bitume et comme je veux faire fortune, tous les mois d'août je me fais des thunes je suis solitaire et des fois je sors la plume, je suis pas rappeur, juste un virevolteur de mots pleins d'amertume. A France is the title of this song, which is in Gael Fai's first album. It describes his childhood in Burundi in contrast with his life in France, especially the routine of living in Paris, a weird and dirty city where life always sounds the same. In small country, Gabriel, the narrator, is trying really hard to be convinced that France is his one and only country and that he should not go back to Africa. But two years ago, Fai actually moved back to Africa and he chose the city of Kigali in Rwanda. We met him a few weeks ago as he was preparing for a tour in France. His Paris apartment was almost empty. He said he was traveling with only a few books and LPs, his classics, as he says, Nina Simone, Bob Marley, Ari Belafonte, some Congolese rumba, some Cap Verde music and Congolese rapper Balaji's latest LP. C'est comment Depuis le temps c'est comment Frérot c'est comment On gagne, on apprend Cherche un beau commissaire Voir le frère un concurrent Mais qui paye ton salaire Pas le patron mais le client Oh, ça tourne au vinaigre Tu connais le théorème S'il y a une place pour un aigle Il y en a pas pour un deuxième Pensez autrui comme un autre soi-même C'est juste un proverbe Les tantines arrondissent au centième Mon petit pays je dis l'exil c'est quand on part et qu'on referme pas la porte derrière soi. 
In small countries, I wrote, exile is when you leave, but never fully close the door behind you. For me, exile is an escape. I strongly feel it that way, when you have no choice and at the same time there's an airstream coming from this door left open which forces us to go back where we came from either physically or in our dreams. If the exile does not close this door, he will always be suspended. He will never live in a real country, but only in exile, in this odd place. I'm haunted by the idea of return. Not a day goes by without something reminding me of the country, a small noise, a diffused smell, an afternoon light, a gesture. Sometimes silence is enough to awaken the memory of childhood. I chase these thoughts away and decide once and for all that I won't go back. My life is here in France. Euh, je vis euh, entre ces deux rives, entre la, la région des Grands Lacs et, et puis Paris. I live between two shores, between the Great Lakes area and Paris. It's something I've dreamed about for three years now. It has made my racial makeup more real to me. For years in France, I felt like an exile, which is what I was, really, since my family and I fled Burundi and the war. I didn't know Rwanda, except from a few vacations I took to visit family who went back after the genocide. I fantasized a lot about the country, its good and bad sides, but being there now, I can fully grasp its reality, without any clichés. I can embrace the country in its daily life, routine, and monotony. And I feel soothed now in this new life. Sometimes, with all the parts of my identity finally coming together, I still wonder, do I want to be sedentary or a nomad? I don't know. I feel like being in exile once means you'll be one forever. Ça ne peut pas se limiter à euh, soit on, on est dans, une, dans, dans le mimétisme de, de ce qui fait à l'étranger, soit on est dans, dans la musique folklorique ou traditionnelle. Music cannot aussi, be so limited. Either you're in a sort of imitation of what has been made elsewhere, or you're reproducing folklore and traditional sounds. Mixing influences is part of our life today. This is the story of globalization. How does it sound to be a kid today in Paris or in Burundi? Nowadays, the greatest differences are no longer between Africa and Western countries, but rather between cities and the countryside. This is where worlds are separated, remote from each other. Here in Kigali, youth are connected. When I perform, I just need to tweet and the concert can easily be sold out. Twitter is spreading the word. But travel another 20 miles into the countryside and there's no electricity. People are still using a hoe to plow as they did 50 years ago. Being a youth in a city and growing up in the countryside makes a huge difference. And this is what I also want to talk about with my music and writings. 
Balogi 2 belongs to this new generation of artists who are breaking down boundaries. Just like Gael Fai, Balogi lives partly in Europe and in Africa. He mixes influences to describe his complex identity through music, but also with various art forms, including films and literature. Balogi has worked with Gael Fai. Here they are performing live together in Paris. de la cale, je rêvais de cockpit On m'a menti, on m'a menti, la tour Eiffel est petite Afro-Eskimo, plus rien ne me déçoit Promesse à l'aube, promesse à l'aube devient message du soir Hiver indien m'a casé sur la banquise Je campe ici, ne défais pas mes valises L'exil, un cul-de-sac, une impasse, un sas Je cherche un plan pour m'évader, pour passer Où sont, où sont, où sont les champs Élysées Où sont, où sont, où sont les champs Élysées Autant des enfants euh, d'ici que, que des enfants de là-bas. We are children of here and there, and music is building bridges between the two places. Music allows us to create a synthesis. Enfin, Balogi, il n'y a rien qu'à voir ces musiciens. Alors lui, il aime bien le terme afropéen. Balogi, you just have to look at his musicians. He likes the term Afropean to describe his identity. So many of my friends have a foot in two lands. It's interesting to see the way they work, sometimes remotely. I'm thinking about Blitz the Ambassador, Fatty Freddy, Saul Williams, who I worked with on my last project, Rhythm and Botanical. He came to Rwanda for a couple of months to write a musical on issues related to America. Those trips and meetings fed each of us and allowed us to create the unexpected. Congolo is the name of this track from Balogi's new album, 137 Avenue Kanyama, recorded with legendary Congolese musicians. Congolois is a neologism from Congo, Balogi's native country, and Gaulois, the original French people who were recently bashed by President Emmanuel Macron. The song explores the complex identities of those youngsters who have roots in both Africa and Europe. Balogi calls them Afropeans. Nowadays, youngsters are listening to each other. Maury Touré is a radio producer and a manager based in West Africa, mainly working for Radio Africa. Il y a quelques années, on était idoles, on idolâtrait les artistes américains. Mais aujourd'hui, a few years ago, we used to worship American artists. Today, young people listen to African music all day long. There's still a strong tie between West Africa and France, but I have to say, less than what it used to be. In the 60s, youth were all about Mike Brown, Joe Dassin, Edith Piaf. Today, West African youngsters don't listen much to French singers anymore. The music that is loved nowadays in Africa is the music made by Afro-descended people from France. Young French artists with African roots, Maître Guillemus, Black M, MHD, MHD. Every time they produce an album, they travel to Africa and perform on huge tours. It feels like the return of a child prodigy.
Stromae live in Rwanda in 2015. He was the first European artist to produce a great African tour, delivering exactly the very same show in 10 various cities in Africa, in Europe and in the US. His pioneer vision empowered a new generation of artists who are now adding African days to their tours, insisting that those gigs are as important as their European ones. African finds provide many clicks on streaming platforms and views on YouTube, a pretty useful tool for competing the international market. I was at the Stromae Tour's last show. It was amazing. What I found really interesting is that Stromae offers the same show for a diverse African audience as he would in Europe or the USA. He didn't come to do a discount show because he was playing in Africa, even though it is tougher to make it work there. He brought PA equipment from Kenya and lights from Uganda. This was a real political act. In his Rwanda show, the emotion was at its peak, since Stromae is part Rwandan as well. It meant a lot for a whole generation growing up in such a small country to identify with his success. And in Rwanda, young people absolutely need this kind of positive example. Stromae's great success in Africa, many French artists are now touring Africa and playing in huge stadiums. Booba, Black M, Maître Gims, Nesca and many others are now adding African legs to their tours and they are also getting views on YouTube via their African fan base. Some of them are performing with big African artists such as the Afrotrap star MHD, MHD who recently invited Ifali Pupa and Angeli Kijo to sing with him. Or Black M, who just released a duo recording with the Malian Cora player Sidiki Diabate this summer. Black M, c'est un Guinéen. Ce que je ressens en lui, c'est l'amour de son pays. C'est l'amour de quelque chose qu'il ne, qu'il ne maîtrise pas. Black M is a Guinéen. I feel he has a very strong love for his country, for a place he does not really know. He's a master musician, gifted at beats and flow, but he doesn't know anything about griots or about the Kora. However, this music touches him, because that's where he's from. Today, everybody wants a hint of African music. Beyoncé, she sings really well, but the day she learns the Kora, her musical life will change. Black M has roots in Guinea. He has his own style, he's successful in Europe, but he can't make the music for a baptism or a wedding in Africa. He just cannot do it. He can do Bercy thousands of times, but in Africa we don't really care about great stages like Bercy. I performed there a couple of times with Booba and many others, but in Africa we don't care about that. We're proud of you if you know who you are first. French-African artists are now moving at least part-time back to Africa. But Nigerian Afrobeat star Yemi Alade recently told us that she's thinking about moving to Paris. She even knows our French national anthem already. Here she is singing it. Allons enfants de la patrie, le gloire est arrivé. A potentially good move to please President Emmanuel Macron was declared 2020 the year of Africa in France. 
Uzi say for us, say soldier. He vient le juste dans le gras. Ego j'ai le fils et un compagnon. Osa, les citoyens, les citoyens. Afropop close-up was made possible in part by a grant from the National Endowment for the Art. But to keep this series going, we need your support. Visit afropop.org and make a donation. Every dollar counts. For Afropop Worldwide, I'm Elodie Maillot.